Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby, and if you're brand new to this show, this show is all about a little well-known card game called Magic the Gathering. So on today's show, we brought on none other than the Talia Vess. She is a Twitch streamer, a commentator for Magic, and all-around awesome person. We talked for a long time. Two hours flew by like that. Um, normally, I try to sort of give a little general overview of what we talked about. We talked about so much stuff. It just went all over. We talked about Magic, Star Trek, D&D, video games, Zelda, our jobs, everything, life. Um, is just so much, and it was just such a great time. I really enjoyed having her on. She was a really awesome person, and I hope you enjoy the interview as well, too. She And definitely make sure you go check her out. But before we get into the interview, uh, let's get some announcements out of the way. Uh, this podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And you can also help support the show at patreon.com slash magicwithzuby. And if you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me on Twitter at magicwithzuby, on Instagram at magic underscore with underscore Zuby, and you can email me with any questions you may have at mtgzuby at gmail.com and you can check out the discord the discord is in the show notes below the discord is an awesome place to play some magic with us to play some among us with us and just a general all-around fun time as well and also we have a new patron as well we have a new patron and their name is Bo Young I think it is. I am so terrible at knowing at who my new Patreon patron is, and I'm so sorry that I didn't announce them uh, the last episode. But anyway, thank you, Bo Young Youngin, um, for joining the stream here, or not stream, uh, for joining the uh, podcast Patreon. And awesome, welcome, welcome to the Magic Wazubi family, and um. So great. So now that we have that out of the way, uh, we have, oh, oh yeah. Also I'm sponsored, uh, sponsors. Um, I'm also sponsored by, uh, Cardsphere, Cardsphere.com, the best place to buy, trade and sell your magic singles and sealed product. They are very awesome. I personally use the website and way better than some other websites that happen to use points. Anyways, so we got one more ad out of the way, and then we will get on to the interview with Talia Veth. And that is how you beat the latest standard meta with Abzan. Ugh, it feels like there's no magic content out there for someone like me. Someone who doesn't want to be competitive. Someone who is... Who is... Anormie? Yeah, exactly! Anormie! Well, have I got the show for you. The all-new Magic Vanormie show. Hi, I'm Pixie. And I'm Zuby. Together, we host the all-new Magic, Magic for, for Normies. It is the Magic the Gathering show for all your normie needs. We don't care what deck got into the top eight or what deck is winning. We care about having fun playing Magic. That's right, Pixie. You can watch us on Pixie's Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash pixiekittenplays and catch the VOD on our YouTube channel, Pixie Kitten Plays. If audio is your thing, you can find episodes on the Magic Wazubi RSS feed. Do 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 do. Magic for normies. Ready. All right, so Zuby here, and I've got with me none other than the Talia Vess. Uh, how are you doing tonight? 
Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. I've been looking forward to this. I know we've been scheduling back and forth with trying to get this done and you've been pretty busy flying, doing some channel fireball stuff and all sorts of fun stuff. Yep. Yep. I stay busy. I am a full-time content creator. Oh, you're full-time now. Magic the Gathering. Yeah. So I stay pretty busy. When did you? There's a lot of things I'm juggling. Oh, when did you go full-time? Um, I've been full time for a year. Has it been a year already? I swear you just started. It feels like you just started. Like it feels like I just started. <laughs> I can't believe I mean, it's already it's been like, a year already. You know, like I just started, but like of course I wish I would have. Of course, you you always want to do more, and I wish yeah. I would have like accomplished more by now. But um, I've been streaming for two years on Twitch, and I just got partnered actually a few months ago. So M- maybe was, that's uh, why. Maybe it was that- a long journey. It was a long journey yeah. for me, but. Um, you know, with, I I have some underlying like health issues, so I'm not able to stream every single day. And I like to kind of mix, mix up the eggs in the basket. I I like to put a little bit here and put a little bit there and not just stream. Um, so yeah, there's a lot. That's awesome. But I, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, I do want to stream more. I do want to stream more. I, I know what you mean. It's I'm trying to get more into streaming, but then it's like, I also, I, I love doing podcasts. Podcasting is like my first and favorite thing I love doing and all that stuff. And it's like, I want to do all the podcast episodes, but I want to stream at the same time. And it's yeah, also, you have to like balance juggle. everything, yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, I have never done a podcast until a couple of days ago. I was on my friend's podcast, Mara, a indoor enthusiast. And now like, I booked three other podcasts so Ooh, I have nice. just this week. <laughs> oh, dang. Well, awesome. So it's like, yeah. So it's really cool, but it does not, not that it takes away the time from streaming. I just have to allocate the time differently. Oh yeah. Um, it's just, yeah. There's so many different ways of content creation. Just making an Instagram post is takes time and like is content yeah. creation. So I also make YouTube videos for Cardboard Live's uh, Team Lotus Box. So I do that every week as well. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So you became full-time content creator within a year, essentially? Because you said you started streaming two years ago and then Mm -hmm. became full-time within a year. Like, what was that like? Because... Yeah, it was pretty scary. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty (laughs) scary because... I mean, just making that jump is scary. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've always worked in the professional world. Like I worked in the medical field for 12 years Oh, uh, at the hospitals, you know, 14 to 16 hour shifts. Um, and then I recently like that last, I guess the last couple years of my career in the business world, I got a job as a producer for I, 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 this is kind of like mixed up, but like I was always <laughs> doing video production while I was working yeah. a full-time job, but my passion was more of like content creation and video. So video and photography. And so I got a job, like what I thought was my dream job, uh, actually doing production full-time, but I grew very tired of that very, very quickly. Doing the video production? I was, yeah, I was pretty much like 
just a one person show. I mean, I, I might have had like one other person with me, mm-hmm. but carrying all that equipment, especially with like my health issues that I have going on, I have fibromyalgia. So oh, I'm sorry to I hear was that. just getting worn out. I was so worn out every day, carrying all this stuff by myself. Um, long hours of editing. I would edit videos. On top of doing your full-time job? That well, at that point, that was my full-time job. So okay, I went okay. From, I'm I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's I, okay. I had a lot of jobs. I had a lot of different jobs. <laughs> no, that's all right. But I did medical mostly, and throughout that time, I also dabbled in production of okay. uh, some like independent films and stuff like that, some horror films. And then I Ooh. got that full-time job, um, and I quit. I quit the medical field completely and went into production. But it was just really hard on my body. Also, I kind of, you know, my passion was gaming. I mean, as soon as I got off work, I was gaming. As soon as I got off work, I'm playing Magic. And so I was like, God, it would be so awesome to do this full time and like play Magic. I mean, as soon as you wake up, it's just magic on the brain. So um, I really like lost. I don't want to say I lost the passion for video or videography. It's Mm -hmm. just I wanted to implement it in a different way. So that's why I started to stream because I was like, I want to play magic, but I can also do video production in a way and have my own studio here. So I actually call my community the Vessian studio. Um, and I have like my own little, my own little gig that I can sit down and not have to lift heavy equipment every single day or do 14 hours of editing. Sometimes I do have to do 14 hours of editing, but it's okay. It's not every day though. Right? Yeah. Yeah, not every day. My so my last job in production, it was taking up so much of my time that it was hard for me to stream. So during that first year of streaming, it just it was just hard to find the time. I mean, I was staying up there till one o'clock in the morning, uh, oh meeting gosh. deadlines. Oh, so wow. you know, it just I was like, I I have to just go for this. I have to chase my dreams and just do what I want, and it kind of worked out. Now, the income is can be scary because it is hard to like depend on your supporters every single month so i started dabbling in a little bit of other things like reaching out to sponsors and getting sponsors so things like that helps out a ton oh yeah for sure Uh, sure. having like a guaranteed monthly uh income really helps you keep going and my supporters are awesome and they do help a ton but it's nice to have multiple avenues of income no, because that's always a scary leap. That's something that I've asked other full-time content creators that just make that leap into doing it. It's yeah. I mean, you do have to save some money. You do have to oh, save yeah. some money, oh, of yeah. course. You know, you want to be comfortable. Uh, I actually went through a divorce at that time in my oh, life, sorry to and hear I was that. living at home with my parents. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Okay. Well, no, as long <laughs> as it's all good, as long as it's all good. With my family. And so that made it a lot easier uh, oh, yeah. for me to make that jump. Uh, I had kind of a support of, of my family at that time, not necessarily financially, but just like it, it gave yeah. me that peace of mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not having to worry about every little thing rent. and all that. Yeah, rent <laughs> rent's a huge thing. It's um it, it's it's a scary world out there cuz it's it it's funny that you mention you're in healthcare cuz I'm in the healthcare field too. Um How I, did you do? I, I I do healthcare IT. So, I oh. I'm part of a national practice that um we support so many hospitals and outpatient clinics and all that and 
I normally would be traveling a lot if it weren't for this pandemic going on, but <laughs> it's... You would have to travel a lot for the IT position? Yes. Just going around, yeah. Yeah, going I around. A lot too, but it was like all local. It was in Houston. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I love traveling and all that stuff. I, I love yeah. it. Um, It's... It's um and, and I love the job. Like it, it's I feel like I'm blessed and lucky that for me to ever want to do content creation full time, like it would be hard for me to do because I personally love my career for it. And and, and it's That's super awesome. it, it's super geeky too, because I'm I, I'm a network architect. So it's like I'm building networks and designing them and all that stuff. And it I can go on and on talking all about it. It's I love it. Um that's awesome. But so if I, I want to ask you a question about healthcare, um, so would you be able to fall back into that? Should this not work out or anything? Absolutely. That also was a blanket of comfort there. That's good. That's good. I can I like any of the doctors that I worked for or businesses that I worked for would would hire me back for sure That's if awesome. I needed a job. Yeah, yeah. Um, I take a lot of pride in like everything that I do. So I was a uh, pretty pretty good at being a i was a medical <laughs> assistant actually um but we pretty much like do everything that a rn does just without oh, yeah. the rn degree without yeah. the schooling um so yeah I dabbled in like assisting with surgeries um i ran like a flu clinic one time and i was just giving injections I oh, yeah. worked my, in a my whole... lab and like drew blood a lot and like <laughs> that's awesome it, though it, just all kinds of things and I'm really like thankful for those experiences too because oh yeah it gives yeah. you a lot like, of patience like dealing with patients and all that stuff and, and oh, you just yeah. learn so much like just business wise and how to run stuff and um, exactly and it's 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 nice hearing that because it it kind of reminds me. Like my family, like both my mom and dad's side, they're pretty much all medical. Like I've got this one big medical family, no doctors or anything, but it's, I probably could have become a doctor, but fuck the schooling. The and schooling. All that. <laughs> it's so expensive. I really wanted to be a dermatologist, but you know, I can't do the school. I, I couldn't afford the schooling and I didn't have what I thought was the time, you know, like yeah. I just, as soon as I turned 16, I was working and I, and I worked ever since. It's just being know? a doctor is so right. expensive and all that stuff. It's ridiculously it expensive. And, yeah. and then, and then when you become like a resident or a fellow and all that, because you can see the mm -hmm. salaries of certain doctors. Uh, so like a resident or fellow first year, They're it's like, like making nothing. It's like forty, fifty thousand dollars, which you know, in in for some people, that's good money, right? That's good money. Right. But for a doctor, when you've got like three, four hundred thousand dollars worth of debt on top of you know, trying to live exactly. that and, and amount, the amount of hours you're working too, you're kind yeah. of making less than, I mean, I don't know, maybe you're making about minimum wage. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what the fellows used to voice to me. Like just how frustrating that was, um, barely making it, you know, yeah, after and all of that, you know, that they've gone through. And that was, uh, that was eye opening like, to me. And because you see all these doctors with, you know, all these badass cars and these huge ass houses. And then you talk to the fellows and they're all like, oh, God, <laughs> yeah, they're like barely making it. Um, I'm eating ramen. <laughs> yeah. Usually those are the doctors more in like their 40s and 50s. But yeah. you can get there. A lot of them do. A lot oh, yeah. Them do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
No, but that's I mean, awesome. We need, we need doctors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, for sure. For sure. So that's awesome. I, I knew that you like, I, I didn't know that you went full time though that early. Cause I remember seeing that you made partner this year. You said it was a couple mm-hmm. months ago. Um, yeah. And I remember seeing that. And then you got picked up by Channel Fireball. Was it last year or early this year? Yeah, earlier this year. Okay. Um, I So I because of my production background, I also was working behind the scenes uh, with Channel Fireball. So if you like went to Players Tour Phoenix or if you were watching Players Tour Phoenix on Magic, on Magic's Twitch, I actually was helping behind the scenes on that. So, um, oh, that's cool. alongside BJ. So Biscuit Jesus, if you'll know him, I, he was running the whole production. I was, I was pretty much his like right, right hand lady in that. <laughs> that's cool. So that's kind of like got me into the channel fireball world. And then, um, shortly after that, the pandemic happened, uh, we, I was planning on yeah. going to more magic fest and working more magic fest. So that was kind of the lineup for my income, uh, to be honest. You know, I was like (laughs) really looking forward to having some jobs lined up. But since the pandemic happened, um, Channel Fireball ended up doing Magic Fest online. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you saw that. Oh, yeah. Uh, But I got the opportunity to do commentary. I've noticed that. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I got to... I mean, work with Jessica Estefan, uh, Andrea Mangucci, like tons of other magic like players big names that, and all that I've yeah. looked up to uh, over the years. And like now I'm working alongside like LSV and Gabby and I'm like, oh, that's got to be crazy. What, what is this <laughs> world? What is this world that I'm living in right now? I like I get that's teary awesome. just thinking about it because I mean, I. <laughs> I was going to say I grew up, but like I'm in my thirties, <laughs> but like <laughs> for a decade I've watched, you know, uh, these people play magic and draft and I'm like, I want to do that. I want to do that one day. So I know, really I know, cool. no, I know what you mean. Like when I've been to some of the GPs or magic fest and meeting like, you know, Rich Hagen, Marshall Sutcliffe and all that uh-huh. Marshall's fucking tall holy fuck marshall is so tall i did not know how tall he was (laughs) oh my god phoenix we actually uh all went out for pizza that night so it's pretty cool i had like marshall right here i had martin juza right next to me and we just all like dug in on pizza and it was a good night (laughs) it was super awesome i was like fangirling in like a professional way. But yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is happening. <laughs> right. Uh, it, it, I'd, I'd feel so awkward. It's be like, oh, what am I doing here? Like, well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to have confidence. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You deserve that spot. Yeah, right. You, you got to fake it till you make it and all yeah. that. It's a, it's like I tell my bosses all the time, like, I, I don't know why you keep me around. I don't know what I'm doing ever. And they just Can't laugh really at me. In the medical field, though. <laughs> You, get, you do have to know what you're doing. Totally, totally. Well, it, it's being, yeah, yeah. It's that's a whole other, whole other thing. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. um. So with the commentary, uh, what's that been like, and how's that? How's that been? Has that been a big challenge for you? Because that seems like radically different than sort of like you know behind doing behind the, the scenes, scenes producing and all that stuff. Uh, I think that it's been really awesome because 
it kind of crosses over. Like since I've been behind the scenes, I know what to expect, you know, like I can hear the producers talking in their ear and like what that means. And so whenever I was put in that position, it felt really comfortable. Like I was comfortable with it. Um, You know, I also have like a background. I've done commercials and things like that. I I hustle. I do a bunch of random jobs. (laughs) Like I would do that on the side. Uh, So I'm used to being in front of the camera and I have my stream. So I'm also used to being in front of the camera that way. But uh, it was fairly easy. I will say that something that's difficult to keep up with is just the meta because it's always changing and cards are getting banned. And I'm like, whoa, what, you know, like you just have to... remember to do a little bit of research beforehand and like know what there's so many cards you just have to to know read the card explains the cards so um with with that job it was like right when a new set came out so i was learning all the new cards so that was a challenge but once you get used to a set it's very easy to it's a lot easier to draft for example it's a lot easier to just talk about the cards if you know exactly what they do uh but that just comes with like practice I don't know, it's good. Um, yeah, as far as like commentary goes, I would love to do it again. Uh, I am not a super competitive player. I have always like my love is EDH and drafting, like drafting cube specifically. Heck so, yes, heck yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I, like when it comes to standard, I'm a little bit of a noob still, although I like play a lot. Um, I, I play a lot of janky decks and like not yeah. in the meta type of stuff. So commentating on it is a, is a little bit of a challenge, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I would definitely do it again. No, oh, that's awesome. It's awesome. That that was something that I was asking at Alias when she was on. Um, and queen of commentating. She is freaking, and she She's was just, so good. She, she was something like the amount of, uh, I guess, practice and studying that has to go into it where and and like so because she's a uh, play-by-play commentator and then she's got the color commentator who you know who's like the the expert commentator and all that and they have to practice that is that something similar that you had to do too like practice exactly um i was considered like the personality or the play-by-play and then Mm -hmm. you have an expert with you so usually like for example, like me and then Martin Juza. Like Martin Juza is going more deep into like the plays or potential plays, which I can do too. But your job, your role there is to kind of like just say say what you see and then mm-hmm. you know do outros, intros, and kind of like I like to keep the conversation not strictly just on magic i like to go off topic um i think that's more entertaining and interesting but some people don't like that some people just want straight magic so i try to like just throw in a little bit of both but (laughs) well no no that's that's good yeah she was telling me that um she was also telling me something really interesting and i guess i want to get your take on it is when you're doing the actual commentating what we see on Twitch is the exact same screen that you guys are seeing too, except like you can't hover over the cards or anything to see what they're playing. Exactly. You are just watching a live stream or if, if you're like at the PT 
then you're watching like the paper match yeah uh live um now the way it's done though it's really interesting because sometimes it's actually usually it's a it's completely delayed though like you're commentating over a match that happened an hour ago or something oh okay okay yeah so Just it's not like completely live yeah yeah exactly but is the commentating live at that time correct okay okay yeah. live commentators but usually it's kind of pre-recorded content in a way even though it just happened maybe 10 minutes ago or something. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Just no. because there's like commercial breaks mm -hmm. and you have to take ad breaks, um, things like that. So. Okay, cool. Cool. And is that something that, um, you're going to continue on trying to do, do get more into commentating? Oh, for sure. Do you have yeah. any, have you, when was the last time you did some commentary? It was the CFB clash or the, Oh, God. What is it called? I actually didn't do the clash. Oh, but I, I have to do one of the clashes. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Or, or <laughs> one of the showdowns. The CFB has like a bunch of different events that they're running online uh, right now since we can't play magic in person. So right. there's going to be like a lot more opportunities for those kind of positions, I think. But my last job doing commentary was actually with Magic Fest Online. Which, which was probably was... like four, four or five months ago. Four. Okay. Okay. Now yeah, that, that well back. God, it, yeah, this whole year has just been a yeah. blur. <laughs> yeah. It's totally been a blur. It's already the middle of October. It's like, like crazy. My, it's the end of October. Right. Yeah. But my, my wife and I just went to target to go pick up a few groceries and all that stuff. And there's christmas stuff out already like everywhere <laughs> it's like it's just yeah. like motherfuckers it's it's, earlier, it's, earlier. it's not even halloween yet god they're already taking the halloween stuff down and putting it in the clearance aisle just like oh god and i i told my wife it's like do we even want to celebrate christmas i mean i know for the kids we will and all that stuff but it's like yeah. it's just been such a shit year <laughs> I think that's even more reason to celebrate and just yeah kind of like be thankful for oh yeah for sure i mean our health and our families. for sure oh i uh, mean that's, that's what christmas is about i like I, i'm not really big into celebrating holidays of any kind really so uh i just hope to like get together with my family eat some tacos and you know eat some cookies <laughs> we, we, we and we usually actually my family i got my brother and my cousin into playing magic so usually oh, nice. during the holidays we just sit around and play commander or cube so yes. it's usually a good time awesome. or we'll, uh actually around the holidays we'll go in on a box and we'll draft a box usually too oh so that's awesome it's just like all magic <laughs> heck yes that's awesome so we do for our birthdays as well so yeah that's like our celebrating yeah, our Christmas is so my wife her family always celebrated Christmas on Christmas Eve and the actual Christmas day was just pretty much relaxed doing do nothing mm -hmm. and all that but my family celebrates on Christmas Day um, so I love the Christmas Eve because she does Italian Thanksgiving because she's you know Ooh. like a, a, almost like pure-blooded Italian and all that oh. um, and so okay. it it's so good. You're talking about like stuffed shells, fish, pasta, pizza, you know, all, all homemade too, like all from scratch. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, 
Oh yeah, yeah it's you have so to celebrate good. That. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the best because be looking forward to that. Yeah, it, it is the best thing because then you know we watch Christmas movies all day, and I always make sure to read the night before Christmas to the kids before they go to bed. Aww. And, and um, yeah, what's your favorite holiday movie that y'all watch? Um, my personal favorite is probably Christmas Vacation, uh, National Lampoons. Um, yes, that's a classic. That's oh what yeah, me and my family watch too, actually. But the the one that came out on Netflix last year, the one with Kurt Russell and it where he's playing Santa. Did you see that one? I did. That was so good. I okay. really enjoyed I really that. Like- I really like Kurt Russell. So. <laughs> oh, my wife's obsessed with him. I love him, him and Patrick Swayze. It's like oh, that's my mom. My mom's obsessed <laughs> with both of them too. Dirty Dancing. I'm not obsessed, but like, yeah, <laughs> she's obsessed. <laughs> that, that's my wife. Oh my god! Like, I've never even watched it. Like, it just doesn't interest me at all. I I, I, I don't think you like, could make that movie today. <laughs> or like, just I don't know just doesn't interest me but i might have to give it a shot it's classic yeah, it's it, it is a good movie but it's definitely a movie you can't make today it's um yeah no because it's like that 80s well it's it's, it's that 80s where the, yeah it, it i think it is 80s where the main the main uh character she's 16 falls in love with a much older guy and Oh, just yeah, a whole bunch of stuff and it's like yeah no you can't do that nowadays <laughs> like no 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 but then the 80s they just did whatever they were just probably That's true. high on coke and did whatever the hell, <laughs> who the hell knows yeah that's true uh, speaking of Kurt Russell, and even though I am wearing some baseball stuff right now, um, did you did you ever see that documentary or hear about the documentary that Kurt Russell's dad once owned a baseball team? No. Oh my what, god! What baseball team? Uh, it was know? it was a minor league baseball team up in either Washington or Oregon, and like even if you're not into baseball, it is such a good documentary. It's. It, it it was really surprising, like this whole, because um, they weren't part of the um, whatever minor league association they were going on at the time, like in the seventies, and it was just a, a lot of fun stuff of how his dad had to basically fight off the, you know, the minor league whatever people to be able to play baseball, and really really interesting. Kurt Russell even played on that team for a little bit too. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, right. God, I have to admit, I am not a sports person. I know nothing about baseball. I see your race shirt on. Yes, because they're in the World like, Series this year. I, I can't yeah, help it. Say, what does this mean? And like, who are they playing <laughs> against? Are they playing against the Houston Astros? They were, and they beat the crap out of them. Oh, thank God. Yeah, because they're freaking <laughs> cheaters. Oh, my gosh. They are cheaters, boo. See, at least you know that. You, you know that scandal. To be fair, I I think that they all cheat. <laughs> I think the Astros got caught. Yeah, I don't, it's... I don't know nothing about it. I'm only repeating what um, my friend said, and my friend played in the M- ML- ML- MLB. MLB. Yeah. So so there 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 is always these scandals that there is so, cheating going on, yeah. l- l- like sign stealing. It's just they were doing it in a way that was extremely overtly easy okay. to catch. It's yeah, I don't know anything about this. <laughs> no, no, and, and it's fine. It's I, I'm not 
like as much as I love baseball, I don't get into the nitty gritty of it all. And, and yeah. I just I just follow the home team, the Rays. That's it. Go. I don't. I, I'm definitely a home team person. Uh, who is the Rays? Where Where is the Rays? Tampa is that Bay, Florida. Yeah, yeah, Tampa oh, Bay. Yep. Oh, that makes sense. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. They're going against wow. the LA Dodgers. Awesome, though. Have they yeah. won a World Series before? No, this is the second time. Uh, this is the second time they've been since 2008. Okay. I can I can so, feel the hype for this. That's Oh yeah. Awesome. It's um and and plus it's something that my my youngest and I are into also. It's like I'll I was going to take her to some games this year, but no, I, I took her to a few games last year and she loved it. And she's, um, we'll try to watch games together, get hyped for it. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of baseball, I, I don't know if you know, but my local game shop here called Coral Sword is actually owned by two-time world champion series or two-time world, world series. series champion Hunter Pence. Oh shit, really? Grand Giants. I get to play. I had the honor of playing Friday Night Magic with him many times. Oh my God. Got my butt kicked. He is so good. Oh, damn. (laughs) Oh shit. um, That's so awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And they actually have this like insane state of the art. Is that the right term? State of art. State of art. State of the (laughs) art. It's just. The most beautiful streaming booth ever. It is like so. His wife Lexi used to work for IGN. So oh damn, she had like all of that production background as well. And so mm-hmm. they brought she brought that to Coral Sword. So they have like an entire streaming booth. I stream That's Magic so there cool. sometimes. Yeah, it's super tight. They are had, they open right uh, now? Steph Curry was on oh, their damn. stream to coral sword they like played mario kart uh yeah it's pretty cool uh it is open right now they just oh, opened nice. uh the inside but you know it's all like social social distancing yeah um but yeah it's super cool you should definitely check it out it's oh i will i didn't i did not know i knew he played magic place it's, yeah it's so great like growing up you so, know on, I, I played so it's called Coral Swords, like C-O-R-A-L? Yep, Coral okay. Sword. It's actually a Final Fantasy reference. Final Fantasy reference? Why should I? I feel like I should know that because I love <laughs> Final Fantasy also. Oh my god! Coral gosh. Sword? Yeah, Coral Sword. I think it's a sword that they use in like Final Fantasy VII. I'm not too sure. Maybe. I, I didn't play Final Fantasy VII. I did buy the the remastered. Oh my god, that remake is so good! Oh my god, I bought it and I like only played the intro. I I haven't had time to play it through. So no, I know what you mean. The Last of Us came out right after the Last of Us Two, and that's like my favorite game. So I had to play that first. (laughs) I I I need to play it. I I I got it for my oldest, and she hasn't beaten it yet. And I'm just kind of waiting for her to do it. It was fairly uh, easy, or not easy, but like. I heard it's the long. Just, just, it's long, but it like flew by. Like I was oh, like, okay. oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because Pixie, you know, Pixie Kitten, right? Yeah. Yeah. She she um said that's like her favorite game of the year too. Oh, Last yeah, of Us too. 
It's um, yeah. I, I mean, besides magic, magic is number one. But oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, magic and D and D, and then probably Zelda up there because yeah yeah just just so the yeah i was about to say so the audience knows she's got a zelda pillow that's so cool that looks like it's, a slice of cheese no i love it i love it because you know i've got zelda on my keychain um oh, and then you can't I, I don't know if you can see it but i've got my little zelda hanging up there my little zelda that amoeba that's it's wind waker that's my favorite one and then um i've got all the zeldas I was like, I have Zelda stuff around here. And then at, at the top, the top of the shelf there um, is all my Zelda games, like from Nintendo oh. to now. I see a lot of uh, D&D books over there as well. Yes. Do you play? Yep, yep. I'm, I'm actually running a game with Pixie Kitten right now. I've got D&D, Star Trek, uh, Pathfinder. Um, I'm running a game with Pixie. Imperial Assault. What? Have you played Imperial Assault or Gloomhaven? No, no, because Imperial Assault, that's the Star Wars one. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't played You're the Star Trek fan. Oh my God, yes! <laughs> I'm such a huge Star Trek fan. It's I love it so Super much. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I want to. I want to like rewatch Star Trek because my dad was obsessed with it uh, when I was younger, and it was just always on the TV, like that and X Files for some reason. So I want to rewatch both of those. I want to rewatch like so Enterprise, good. and then um, I want to rewatch the X Files. <laughs> so good, so good. It's um. It's it's weird because growing up, no one in my house ever watched Star Trek or anything. But I always used to watch the um, the original series, you know, with uh, Captain Kirk and Spock, yeah, the like old, old one. the sixties one. And yeah, as, my dad watched too. And as a kid, it just it really appealed to me because you know it was goofy and corny and all that yeah. stuff. Because when I because like, trying to watch, it's yeah, it it takes you away, you know. Oh yeah, because trying to watch Next Gen as a kid, it was so boring. It it, it was yeah. It sucked as a kid. I'm sorry, but I mean, yeah. I, I I love it now as an adult and all that. Like, don't get me, I I love Next Gen now, but it was just as a kid. I'm like, nope, this is boring. <laughs> Dang yeah. So what what Star Trek is your favorite? Um, like it has been so long since I've watched. Like Enterprise stands out in my mind, but I don't know why. Like I don't know why. The theme song is that. Is it? Um, I don't even remember what year that came out. It was what two thousand three, two thousand four, something like that. Oh no, no 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 no! Yeah okay, wait. That one actually. That one I did not like. Just kidding. Oh, okay. Um, the one that stands out like in my mind the most was the the old one. Like I like the the the, 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 the original one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like From I the sixties and all that. Yeah. Okay. And okay. Then of, course, of course, the one with Patrick Stewart. I guess that was. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, next gen enterprise, right? Well, no. So the one Patrick Stewart is called the Next Generation. I mean, it does have the Enterprise is in it. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. So like. Um, that one was so good. Yes. Yeah, that one. But they redid it. I think. Yeah, they came out That's with. What happened. Yeah, they came out with uh, Star Trek Picard. This year. was it this year or last I watched year? That yeah, on CBS. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, yeah. it wasn't too bad. I mean, it, it wasn't too bad. It was. It kind of like seemed like the same kind of thing. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, I mean, it was a little, it was a little like weird. It, it was okay. Um, 
the 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 one Star Trek show that really surprised me this year, and I and I thought I was gonna absolutely hate it, was the mm-hmm. new cartoon Lower Decks. I thought oh, I, I thought I was gonna absolutely hate it because I'm not really into like cartoons, oh, no. really. I haven't seen this. Yeah, so it, if like I, said, I was really against it, but when you watch it, it's surprisingly good. It's it's actually really good. Yeah, there's some corny parts in it and all that stuff, but it's it's actually got a heartfelt story to it behind it, which is surprising. I like all things animated, pretty much. I will give it a shot. I had no idea they made that. Yeah, it just came out a couple months ago, I think. It's um, I'm it's really, only I'm really really behind on watching TV or anything. Oh, I know what you mean. The only thing that I watched um, recently was the Lovecraft Country. I've heard that's so that? good. No, it's so good. I could not I stop know. watching. That's what yeah. I've heard from everybody. It's like Check I, it out. I know nothing about it. All I know it's like based off of like Lovecraftian horror and all that. But I don't know anything else about it. It is, but like it mixes that with like social injustices. It's oh very, dang! Yeah, it's. It hits you hard. Oh damn! damn yeah, the but it's also super cool because it's like sci-fi and there's like aliens. That, that's HBO, right? Yeah, it's on HBO. Okay, okay so I'll have to. Oh god, so much freaking! It's you know that you... one I can highly, highly recommend. There's it's weird. I'm just warning you. Like oh, <laughs> everybody I, mean... I tell to watch it, they're like, "What is happening? Like, is it like?" Is so but it's it's very, very good. Is it like Black well Mirror done. weird or something or? Not like Black Mirror weird. It's like like Supernatural weird. Did you see Supernatural? Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's probably not a good explanation. Yeah, I fucking sometimes, love Supernatural. Sometimes weird things happen in Supernatural, right? And you're yeah. like, oh, where are they going with this? And then you're like, I love this anyways. <laughs> yeah. kind of like that. <laughs> you know, speaking of um, shows, did you ever watch Dexter? Or anything? Yes, did you, I watched Dexter a lot when I was growing up. Did you know it's coming back? Yeah, I really oh. hope they redeem that terrible finale of Lumberjack yeah. Dexter. <laughs> well, you, you know what I hope they do, and I was telling this to my wife because that was like our show. Because when oh, we we started we started dating, I think when the show was on, I, I can't remember. I, was that oh nine or oh eight? Yeah, we it? start we started dating in two thousand nine. So I can't remember when the first season was on because that was like our show we would watch 2006. together. 2006. The year I graduated high oh, school. Oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, my God. I'm terrible. No. started. No, no. Yeah. My, my wife and I got together in 2006. No, 2009 was when, our, was when our baby was born. Oh, my God. I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think, right? I'm very forgetful. <laughs> my memory is really bad oh oh mine's terrible too it's like if if i don't have my phone calendar it's like i don't remember anything exactly (laughs) it's like like for this interview tonight for this interview tonight i've got you know interview with talia i'm like okay all right (laughs) got somewhere to be yeah that's the only it's the only thing i really go by is my calendar now (laughs) right right no but with dexter i was telling my wife that you know it, when they make this new season or whatever, let them own up to the fact that the last season was so bad. Like, just keep going on with the lumberjack thing and sort of redeem it somehow, <laughs> you know? Like, oh my God, I know. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, because 
what I do from there. I mean, spoilers, spoilers for Dexter. I mean, Deborah's dead. Now, yeah, I was gonna say like Deborah's gone, and she yeah. was pretty big, big role. And and the and the one lady took uh, Harrison, Dexter's son, to yeah. Argentina or something or Brazil. Yeah. Or I, I don't. Yeah, I think it was Argentina. <laughs> but yeah, Dexter's all by himself now, living so in a it's cabin. Like... <laughs> with his flannel shirt. <laughs> so, did you ever read the Dexter books? I haven't. No. So, if you would probably like them, they're um, like if you really like I the like Dexter them. series, the books are and the books are pretty short too. Like, there's, I think seven or eight books, and they're only like two to three hundred pages each or whatever. Um, okay. After the second one, it really veers off away from the show. Um. And they get a little freaking weird, but the way they ended the book series was way better the way they ended the show. Where it's like spoilers that the yeah, Dexter just tell me. what? Yeah, just you can tell me. Yeah, so so uh, it's um j- just like in the show, Deborah finds out Dexter's a killer. Um, and do you remember Rita's kids? Um, yeah. the the son and daughter. He actually they actually have this sort of same thing wrong with them that Dexter had where they had like, you know, the murderous intent or whatever. And Mm -hmm. he started training them in one of the books. I feel like I've heard of that. And, um, really fucking weird. But so the, the way the, the last book ended was the two kids got kidnapped by someone that like a brother that, uh, that's someone Dexter murdered someone that was, and their brother got revenge on Dexter or something like that and was about to kill the kids. And then Dexter basically redeemed himself by basically sacrificing his life to save the kids and save his sister and his uh, daughter. Because he has a daughter in the show, not a, or in the books, not a son. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm like, that's way more of a fitting end than just, hey, I'm a lumberjack. and and he doesn't just shove rita's kids off somewhere after she dies too he he actually tries to keep them and be a parent which is like way more realistic right than just like oh here you go kids here go go over here (laughs) oh my gosh oh man um i kind of forgot what we were talking about before just veered off like five million different things and that's what happens here um do you edit this down no, I, I don't even know what editing is. No, it's live. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, it's just we just talk. Like I said, these are just such casual conversations where I want everybody to hear the whole thing. I mean, it's cool. Okay, I, mean, I was just wondering. Yeah, the only time I would edit it down is if like the audio got super screwed up and I had to do like a lot of fixing for it, or if this hasn't happened. You know, cross my fingers if someone just went off the rails and I'm just like, whoa, we got to end it now. You know? Right. But yeah, you thankfully have- that hasn't happened or anything. Yeah. So yeah. don't have to worry. About that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Uh, no, no, I'm joking. So you just press record on discord. Is that how you, no, I, I, I do it on OBS. And, oh, cool. And so what I do is like, I, I also record an intro and an outro as well. Um, and then I just sort of mix it all together. I'll do a little bit of audio mastering of it or mixing or whatever you call it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I convert the video into audio completely and then just upload the audio from there, upload the video onto YouTube and say go. It's 
That's cool. It really streamlines my way of doing this because when I first started doing this, oh, I was like editing it like crazy and all that. And it's like, I don't have time. I don't it have time to do it. so much time to edit. Yeah. And I'm just doing this myself. I don't have anyone else helping me or anything. It's just all me. And it's, I yeah. can't, I can't do it. Yeah. And, I mean, not, not that you need an editor, but, um, if, if you ever get to that point, you can actually find like very affordable editors. Then you can just like hand them the file and they like make it all for you. I say that I don't even, I don't even do that myself, but yeah. I, I want to start doing that for YouTube. Just, you know, since I'm already like live and creating the content anyways, it would be cool to kind of like consolidate it down into yeah. clips or like moments, like cool moments of the stream and just put it up on YouTube too. It's just yeah. good to like multi multi-platform oh yeah oh yeah i think if it ever got to that point with the podcast like if it got big to that point i mean yeah. it's not at that point now but it if it made sense yeah and the only thing i would tell them yeah. is just edit the audio just don't don't do anything else to it keep it as is just make the audio sound better than it is because it's like obviously you can tell i don't yeah. have like the best audio sort of background hard. and um i don't have like soundproofing per se and all that but it's it is what it is you know yeah that's cool no so um with i i guess i can't I, i'm still kind of flabbergasted you know like hunter pence and all that that's awesome um i need to try to get him on the podcast just be like hey hunter oh, you play yeah. magic um oh baseball by the way <laughs> yeah i'm sure he would love to be a part of it he is since he retired um and i i don't want to speak for him but like he's I just see it, you know, he's super passionate about magic. I mean, he was passionate about it before uh, he left for the season and he's like streaming Monday through Friday, playing magic. He's playing some Among Us awesome. too, as well. Uh, I, I play a lot with his group. That's um, so much fun. Such a fun so game. Yeah, Among Us is very addicting. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, I, I didn't even think I would like it until like Pixie and some of the other people on my discord got so me saying like just buy the game try it i'm like all right fine and then mm -hmm. i'm and then the first time i was the imposter oh my god <laughs> your heart's like pounding out of your chest it's so nerve-wracking like, i love this <laughs> and it's the best feeling in the world when you can trick everybody in, I know. into thinking you're not the imposter <laughs> it's super cool i i've really enjoyed playing that game i you know before just just you know playing magic for a decade kind of that was our go-to game whenever we weren't playing magic like mm -hmm. just a passive game we would pull out like coup or werewolf or like bang or like any of those kind of hidden uh hidden role games yeah so yeah. i love that it's like digitalized and it's been really good just to meet so many people so many other people in the community content creators or just yeah, like playing with your right. viewers. It's been really yeah. cool. I know Pixie's yeah. doing a stream right it. now of Among Us, and I told her like I'd totally be a part of it. But now I'm doing the interview with you. But no, that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you can hop in. You can hop in for a few games after. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe she's one of those who goes to bed super early. Like what the heck? Come on. Oh yeah. yeah it's like so. How did you meet Pixie? How do how do y'all? I know y'all have the 
y'all do i'm sorry is it magic for normies yes yes it's okay. our it's our little podcast so yeah. uh we first met did i have her on my podcast first i think um because i saw her like content at one point and she does like the funny little clips and all that and i find them freaking hilarious and and i'm one of those who's like kind of like i don't find a whole lot of stuff funny per se like I, i'm pretty hard to please when it comes to that but her stuff just got to me um oh, that's awesome. and so i had her on the podcast and then um and then i used to do another uh sort of podcast called 10 street hooligans with a bunch of people and then she got she became one of the regular uh cast members of it and then when that disbanded earlier this year we decided to do our own thing uh magic for normies because we just really clicked together and um, we just have a freaking blast doing it. So oh, it's awesome. she she's like one of my best friends, and I, I I I love playing magic with her. Just doing that kind of stuff. She's great. That's super cool. Yeah, she's. Um, um, I'll check that out. Oh yeah, it, it's we we do so much dumb stuff. We play funny games too. Um, like one of our favorite games is uh, it's called. It first originally started off uh, called Normie or Nissa, where you ask someone a question and they have to guess whether it's based off of Nissa or based off being a normie. Like, and you got to answer it really quick. Like, she'll ask, like, really hates playing blue counter spells. Normie uh, lives in a forest. Nissa. And you just, you have to like answer them really quick and it's so much fun. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> I love that creativity with, with that. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it, we, we try to come up with so many other games too, just to, to play. Like we we're coming up with this one game right now, which I guess I can spoil it right now because this is going to come out next Friday and we're doing our Halloween special next friday so yeah we we came up with this game sort of based off of among us where we try to figure out the imposter of like like a planeswalker killed another planeswalker and who did it you know with what weapon and where and so the like so yeah sort of like clue yeah um and so the the whole goal of the game since we don't have a board game and we want to play with the audience with it is we have to give clues like so we start off with the location right where let, let's say for instance it happened on theros right and so the clues would be uh, you know these people worship gods here right that could be a few planes um they centaurs live here too you know it just w w whatever something like that so it's there so the the murder weapons too have to be like popular magic cards as well too like lightning bolt or fatal push or you know ember cleave right and but you sort of have to describe what the weapon is right so for a lightning bolt it would be they you found the body sort of charred a little bit and there was a storm here recently or something or <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like D, D in a way too yeah so yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like but there's yeah it's like oh roll investigation can you figure it out right. <laughs> so it's That's it's cool. a fun like fun little game we just came up with and we're premiering that on that magic for normies halloween special which will be out by the time this is out what y'all gonna all dress up yes yes um 
I think what I'm just going to do is just go as Batman. Um, oh, cool. I'm probably going to. Do you have a suit? I don't have a suit, but I've got a mask, a really good mask. Okay. And um, I'll just wear some black and I'll put some like black eyeliner on or whatever. Or There you go. <laughs> Just try to and just and just talk like this the entire time. <laughs> you have to talk like that the entire time. Oh yeah. Day. Make sure I drink plenty of water and get some like lozenges too. <laughs> but um or you can smoke an entire pack of cigarettes. Not that you smoke, but like oh they'll give you that like <laughs> end up puking. <laughs> I am not advising to smoke cigarettes. No. Oh God, I can't stand it. I can't stand the smell. Ugh. No, I can't. I can't. Uh-huh. E- even like when it comes to marijuana and all that, like people smoking, like, oh, I can't stand the smell at all. You can't stand the smell of marijuana? No, it's not at all. I can't. Though it's like, you know, gummies and edibles are okay with me. Like I'll, you know, sometimes partake in that, but I, I can't, I can't do I that. one time and I was like, never again. I went to Colorado got a cookie or yeah it was a cookie and a sucker and oh god it tastes so good and i was just like eating the sucker and i was just eating the sucker all day and i thought it was gonna die like it was not good oh yeah oh yeah never ever ever again that sounds like my first (laughs) trip in vegas um oh vegas too i I thought i was uh time traveling Oh my god. Did you go to Magic Fest Vegas? No, I I I okay. wanted to so we we were originally planning on last year, um, but the time that I could I couldn't get off of work during that time, so I went I went in October last year and, and we were gonna go this year, but you know, mm. life. Vegas seems to be like still totally open and normal in a way and that's like i have a couple friends that live there and that's florida right now it's they're just like living life like it's normal um that's not really the case here in houston like it's i haven't even gone to the grocery store i haven't even like oh dang it's march i haven't gone holy crap i mean i'm at least doing that because it's we kind of have to but i've just been well like i live in houston so there's i mean we have like five grocery stores right here that all deliver yeah we have the same thing yeah Yeah. so i've just been doing that but i've been like very very careful just because of like my autoimmune disease and asthma and stuff so oh yeah yeah i yeah with that i don't blame you at all with that stuff gotta be careful Yeah. yeah and i i i God, I really hate to bring this up, but wear your mask, people. Come on. Right? No, no. I, I, like, I went to go pick up a wig because I had to do, um, a, well, I didn't have to do, but I wanted to do this uh, Bride of Frankenstein cosplay. Yeah, I saw and that. I really I needed that. a wig. <laughs> so I went uh, to pull up into the Party City, like, curbside delivery, and I was just, like, seeing people go in. Oh, of they, course. like, have their mask on, and then they come out and it's like completely off. They were just walk, walking around the store with it completely off. That, that's like, that Florida. So rude. Yeah. That no, is that, so rude. That That's Florida oh, in a nutshell. Yeah. Oh my God. I went to go vote and I'm still registered to vote at my old house, which is mm-hmm. kind of in the suburb of Houston. It's a little bit like, yeah, it's, it's like 20 minutes suburb, but the, I walked inside and I like, handed the lady my id and i looked at her and it was this 90 year old woman 
not wearing a mask, literally coming into contact with hundreds and hundreds of people that day. Oh, probably God. every day. It was like mind. I was I was just like mind boggled. I, I can't believe that a 90 year old she was so fragile too and like so cute. And I was like, you should protect yourself. God, but, so that yeah, just when you ask exactly. It's, it's like it's not necessarily for you. It's just to if you do sneeze or cough, it like stays in your mask instead of going everywhere else. So it's for oh, yeah. other people. <laughs> no, no, it's I, I've said it before on this cast. Like, I don't like wearing a mask. I don't like wearing it, but I'm doing it anyway. It's like just yeah. fucking get over yourself and do it. Like, stop acting like it's the end of the world or it's impeding on your constitutional rights. It's like just shut up. This is yeah. bigger than you are. I mean, just working in the medical field, like we, you know, assisting in surgeries, I would have to completely glove up. You'd have I'd to have scrub to up completely. Yeah. Scrub. I'd have to wear like aprons or uh, whatever the the scrub cover, the smock or whatever, or smock. Yeah, and then you know we would wear masks, we'd wear face face shields, like the the, ha the hair thing too. Like I just, yeah, you just understand the importance of not spreading uh, germs. It's it's to protect you and them, really. Yeah. So it's so dumb. It's it, it's yeah. like not a right thing at all it, i mean other countries have done this forever you know like in japan and other countries it's just totally normal like when you're feeling sick wear a mask so you're not spreading it everywhere yeah i mean um i was a mask wearer before all of this though. oh really <laughs> just because of my my health conditions and i i would just be sick all the time so with my autoimmune disease so i like if i would travel on an airplane and just being in the recycled air, I would be extra careful and wear a mask. Oh, if I went okay. to like a big convention, um, and there you're just like there's just people on top of people, then yeah. I would wear a mask anyways. And people looked at me like I was crazy every every time. Every and, time. And that, like, now it's the opposite. People didn't want to sit next to me on the plane because they were like, <laughs> "Oh God!" And I'm like, "I'm not sick. I just want to avoid getting sick. You can sit here." <laughs> And now it's the opposite. People are yeah. looking at people without masks like you're crazy and all that. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's so crazy. I hate that it's become so political too. It's like I hate that it's become political. Yeah. It's like it's really take the polit the politics out of it. It's not about like what you're free to do and what you're not free to do. It has nothing to do with it. Like it's just courtesy of like keeping this under control that everybody has to deal with you know what i mean like we're all right. in this together. we're all in the same boat so and what drives me crazy I, is it's just weird it like, like I, I, put it I on <laughs> yeah yeah it's I, I don't know how it is exactly in houston but in florida we're pretty much open up 100 percent here but the majority of shops and all that still require a mask and all that but i still see so <laughs> many people not wearing them and and, oh, of, yeah. and of course, no, no one's no one's enforcing it or anything, but it's I just think, you know, movie theaters still aren't open up or anything, but it's pretty much everything's back to normal. But you just have to wear a mask. It's like if that's the only thing you have to do, just wear a mask when you go out. Like, is that really that bad? I mean, I, I know it's Florida. It's hot as hell, but suck it up, essentially, you know? Yeah. 
suck it up until like we can get this thing under control or if right. until there's a vaccine, you know. It's just it's not we're, we're all in this together, the entire world. Yeah, it's I mean, so. there's not a lot. I mean, like I said, in my state, there's not a lockdown going on. So just wear a mask. It's you don't have to, you know, you should still stay home if you're feeling sick and all that. But you don't have to now. But be considerate, you know, but nope. Yeah. It doesn't help that I live in a really Republican state, too. So I, oh, mean, I do, too. I do, too. Yeah. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's difficult. You know, I, I was just driving down the road uh, this weekend and I drove past a couple of bars and nobody's wearing a mask and it was just jam packed. Oh, yeah. Jam packed. And sure, it might not affect you because you're 20 years old and healthy, but it can affect your grandmother. It can infect your parents. It can and infect I, someone with health conditions. Like I know I haven't been able to. I've only seen my mom twice this year, and she's an oh. ICU nurse, so she's oh dealing God. with COVID pretty much almost every day. Um, and so, like, I don't even. I I choose. I don't want to see her because of that, because, you know, I don't want to spread it to her. or She spreads it to me because, you know, she's in contact with it all the time. Um, Has she been okay so far? Yeah, she hasn't gotten it at all. Masked up and everything. Yeah, she has to be in full PPE gear and all that. And um, it's in our county has been lucky that I mean, there's been a few thousand cases in my county, so it's not crazy like say uh tampa tampa bay county a uh, hillsborough county is like last i looked 50 60 000 cases or something like that which is a lot higher than my county which is like two three thousand um mm-hmm. so it hasn't been too bad but um it's like my grandmother she's got her birthday's coming up soon and i'm not even gonna be able to go see her um she's gonna be yeah. like 89 or 90 i gotta no she'll be Aww. 89 89 this year and it's, um, yeah, my grandma just turned ninety, and I—I I guess that was the last time I saw her, which was which was almost a year ago. It's crazy. It sucks. I I saw my well. Well, I take that back. I did have to go to my grandmother's house a couple months ago for an emergency, but I was like so like not feeling comfortable, like you know wearing you know mask and gloves and all that, and it's we thought she had been hacked and someone like got into her bank account and stole all her money. And all that stuff, and we're like, oh no! So me Watch being out for the elderly, because my grandma, her entire life savings was stolen. Yeah, yeah, we we thought uh, the same thing had happened yeah. to her. It, they're like hitting up the elderly people, and you know, yeah. like my grandma's getting dementia and stuff, yeah. and it's like their minds aren't completely there. And she was like, oh, this is my grandson, and he's in trouble. I'll forward you all of this money and like yep. didn't even think about it before did her entire savings account yeah al- almost crazy. Got almost scammed. same exact thing happened to her she got she she got a call what she thought was from her bank and they were telling her oh there's something wrong with your account we need to transfer it overseas in order to fix it yeah and when she told me that i'm like i'm Red like flag. I'm like, fuck. I think she told you. My grandma yeah, yeah. Tell because it told <laughs> her, like, your grandson's in trouble. He's in jail or something. Like, oh my gosh. And please don't tell your family. So she, like, didn't tell anybody. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, I, yeah. I was so scared for her. It's like when she called me, I'm like, oh, no. It's like I need to go over to her house to make sure, you know, she has money, you know. And it's like, but I was so scared at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, I rushed over there and we called the bank, got her bank situated. Nothing had happened or anything. But, God, they came so close to taking all her money. And I'm just like shit if they would have taken her money she would have just been without her meds or because she's on oxygen as well she would have been without oxygen and fuck oh my god yeah yikes but yeah yeah watch it, out for those yeah, it's scary they even come after me i have like phishing emails all the time oh i i love getting the phishing calls sometimes just screwing with them like um it, it's especially when you can get someone like starting to believe you and all that yeah. those are always fun but uh, half the time they just know they're being played. It's like you motherfuckers. <laughs> it's like you can definitely tell it's a phishing scam I when you can hear the Skype. Hear. You can hear the Skype thing go off in the background. Mm-hmm. But um, um. So before we recorded, um, you had your camera pointing to an EDH deck. So you mentioned also earlier that you like playing EDH. So. What yeah. are some of your favorite EDH decks? Let's... Oh my god, I have so many. Well, actually um, talk I've, some magic. Built, <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked much magic. I, I built over, gosh, probably 35 EDH decks at this point. Damn! Um, <laughs> I have a lot. My very first one, and actually, like, inspiration for my name, Talia, came from Kalia. Ooh, so... is it the, the original Kalia? Of the vast, which actually I have the original Kalia, but uh, one of my viewers and friends, Mara, just sent me this in the mail. So I was very, very shocked when I got this in the mail. Oh, it is a foil cool. oh, that is so pretty. So I just replaced my old Kalia. That's awesome. You are just amazing. Um, but this was one of my very first builds, so it definitely holds a special place. It's very aggro. Um, sometimes I could like and it's turn so strong no, too, yeah. No, uh, with things like Masters of Cruelty and um, just big bad dragons and demons right. and angels. So yeah, if you don't take care of that, yeah. Um, another one that is very very dear to me is Carametra and this can kind of be traded out for Sigarda uh, but it's a Selesnya enchantment deck and I have Ooh, nice. all of the best enchantments and uh, things like Replenish <laughs> so you can just bring all of them back from the graveyard onto oh, the battlefield God. that's such a good one and then I have like just lots of ways to produce extra mana in this deck as well uh, so you can you, like really ramp up. What, what's the um, Gaia's Cradle of that deck for the enchantments? Um, Gaia's Cradle, yeah. No, 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 no. The the white version of Gaia's Cradle for it. Um, oh, the white version. Uh, was it like Sarah's Sanctum oh, or Sarah's Sanctum? I have that. Yes. Yeah. So good. <laughs> this is one of my splurge decks. Uh, oh, for I, sure. I I've got like a few of those. It's Savannah. Um. I have a Gaia's Cradle. I have a Sarah's Sanctum. I, I, I pretty much, and all the lands are like decked out too. I got the oh dang foiled, unstabled, or not unstable. What set was this? Uh, it, it was that. It was from that box set what? that came out, right? Um, 
Yeah. Oh crap! It it, it was an uns- it was like unsanctioned. Was it? Is it unsanctioned? Maybe. Um, I can't remember now. You know, Ferrari's wig, like tutors. Oh, there's my serious sanctum. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, but like I, you know, I made this deck almost a decade ago. So like when I bought Sarah Sanctum, it was maybe like forty dollars or thirty dollars, which God. was a lot of money. But now it, it it's was definitely a lot more. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just like And like replenish too. I, I think I spent like ten or fifteen dollars on replenish, I wanna say. Um my local game shop that I have in Houston before I started going to Coral Sword is Strike Zone and mm-hmm. Strike Zone is pretty much at all of the Magic Fest. They have really like, Yeah, I think I've really seen good. them before. Yeah, they have some really good prices like on played cards. They would they would hook me up. They would give me a good deal. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that is one of my favorites. I have a lot of decks. I have Edgar Markov, which is another Mardu deck. Dang. I have a lot. Um, Rafik, Zada, Mayel, which is just like giant Eldrazi oh, yeah. creatures. Yeah. Like cheating them out with like. Um, That's a fun what one. What is it? Sneak attack and all kinds of ways to cheat out big creatures. Uh, I have a Brea deck. I have. Oh, I have geez. a lot. <laughs> Are they all of varying power levels too? Uh, they're all pretty decked out. Um, oh dang! I, like <laughs> I, I would say that yeah, the power levels are pretty strong. I would say maybe like six to eight. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have anything like super competitive. Um, I really don't know. Like I've showed my list to some of my viewers, and they're like, "Well, if it's competitive, then you don't run with planeswalkers," and I'm like. But I like my Soren and like I like right. this card in here. So I, I I don't know. We'll we'll see. I plan on playing a lot more EDH on my stream. So I need I'll to get you on. We have more information about the power levels. I need to get you on my stream <laughs> with for some EDH. Oh, anytime. That'd be friggin' awesome. Um, yeah. It's uh, mm-hmm. so my newest deck that I'm building right now. Um, so I I do have a uh, I've. Oh, where is it? Oh, right here. So the pandemic has definitely caused me to build a hell of a lot more EDH decks. Um, because I'm working uh, on like five. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, it's I like streaming arena, but streaming EDH and playing with friends is way more fun than just streaming arena for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I that I so back in March I started streaming EDH, and then when uh, spell table came out that was like a godsend amazing it yeah, was the best edh when i discovered spell table I or virtual it. edh when it first came out um yeah um but the so so when i first like started doing the stream with edh um i didn't really understand a lot of my decks were way too strong so i've been the past few months i've been making more fun decks that aren't like you know completely decked out like so my latest deck ashaya right now i'm just waiting on a lot of the cards to come in (laughs) so so i've given a limitation for myself to where she is going to be the only creature in the deck i will have zero other creatures in the deck but i have a whole bunch of i'm gonna have 50 lands um a bunch of ramp and a bunch of cards that animate my creature or animate my lands into creatures 
Oh, cool. And, and give them like, you know, indestructible and stuff like that. So they can't be killed right away. That's super interesting, actually. Yeah. I, I would love to see. I'm just waiting on the cards from Cardsphere to come in and hard limitation well and it's fun that way for me because i've because i've been getting kind of bored of just optimizing every single commander deck because it's like you you see a commander um straightforward like yeah this is what it's doing yeah like with the shia it's so easy to put in you know azusa nix bloom ancient you know all these other mana doublers and all that and it's like well, no, and, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that or anything. I mean, I like the card for that recently. <laughs> I, I for, forgot what it was. For, for people who want to do that, awesome. It's just I personally yeah. like to put limitations on myself and just be like, all right, this is what I'm doing. See if I can make it work. And it's Have fun. Have you played Lord Wingrace? No, I think I've got it somewhere because I buy all the pre cons that come out all the time. I do too. I buy every single pre con. I just bought the Anawan precon, or actually, I didn't buy that one. Magic gifted me that one. Thank you, Wizards of the Coast. Yes, thank you, Wizards. Uh, I got, I got those uh, too. Yeah. So I Anawan is so much. Have you played it out of the box? I did. Yeah, I played that, it out of the box. It is strong outside of the box. Strong. I won. I won. Yeah. So did I. I. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, p- but I have, like no direction to go with it because it's like. Do you just go like rogue tribal, or do you like go hard on mill? Like, I, right? I yeah, know. it's it's. Um, I want to think of something different with that. One. It, it was almost like, you, do you do like rogue ninja or something like that, or it's yeah, the mechanic is very similar to the ninjutsu, which but, oh my god, one of my favorite commander decks. It's just Eureka. Yeah, yeah, like, that's one that I kind of more recently built, so I haven't got to play test it very much. Uh, but when she I looks had, a lot of fun. It's so fun, like flipping the cards and having a scroll rack and like Ooh. putting the cards in order <laughs> and then yeah, flipping them for just like damage across the board. Yeah. Oh my god, one of my other favorite decks is my <laughs> Attracts the Infect deck, Ugh. and that like hits everybody with Infect. Gross. Like, Pluralifrate, y'all are all dead. <laughs> well, at, at least it's, it's it sounds like it's a quick. It sounds like it's a quick. Like, yeah, if I want to play a quick game, I'll play Atraxa. At, at least it's or, not Atraxa Super Friends. I can't stand Atraxa Super Friends. So I had Atraxa Super Friends, and I hated it. It just, like, never, it just wasn't fun to play. So actually, it wasn't, And it's so slow to win, too. Weird. It was slow, but I have a really strange deck now. Um, my Brea, which you think would be Artifacts, is actually Super Friends. Ooh. Okay, it's, that's interesting. Spicy, and Ooh. it usually wins. It's just like nice. I have like the cheap planeswalkers, like the three mana ones, like, and I have a lot of ones that really benefit from artifacts as well. You know, like Tezzeret, Doretti, stuff like that. I'll be interested in seeing that. That sounds fun. No, I'll have to bring it to. You. I'll. I might play that against you. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um. So my favorite commander of all time is my very first commander. It's Crufix. He was my Crufix. He was my very first That's one. Lot, right? Yeah, yeah, one of the Theros oh. gods. Is that the blue green? Gold? Yes, Simic. No, Simic one. Oh, Simic. Okay. Yeah. Um, what does it do? So you have no max hand size, and any mana you don't spend turns into oh, colorless yeah, mana. And so I I dub him the Bank of Crufix. So. Oh, that's so cool. And so I try to. 
it's basically like an Eldrazi control build. So yeah, I'm going to pretty much allow you to not do anything. And then I'm just going to cheat out omniscience oh. and then just start getting all my Eldrazi out and um, just start. Oh, that's that's super dirty. <laughs> oh my it is. But it's I so like much that. fun. Yeah, this looks cool. Yeah, the only other decks that I have that I consider really, really strong would be Chulane because let's be honest, Chulane is just dumb. The wizard. Did it's, you go like what directions did you go with Chulane? E E T B. Just, just all, oh, all into the battlefield. Yeah. yeah, just all E T B. Draw draw all my cards. Have a crap ton of creatures out. Then get Crater Hoof Behemoth out and swing and win. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. I have a Crater Hoof Behemoth deck, but it's uh, Reese. Ooh, elves. yes. I, I used to have Crater Hoof and Reese before. Um, it's so good. I love Reese the Redeemed. He's that deck I, is really strong. It it is. It's um. I love it's, being able to just make so many tokens and just yeah. I don't normally play that one on stream just because like the tokens get out of hand. Yeah, I, I know exactly like, what you mean. 500 tokens or something at one point uh it was crazy but yeah it's it's just kind of hard to keep track of on stream oh yeah oh yeah the the only other deck that i'd say would be my strongest and it's probably the most miserable deck here i'm gonna show you a picture of this is this is what's in the deck box from inkling customs I have oh yeah I, yeah i see it i see it in the background so <laughs> and well, there right now so the deck that's in here right now is grand arbiter Oh, oh there. the right. Grand Arbiter. Is that the Azorius one? Yeah, the Azorius one. So it is pure control, like a pure... I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, I, I hate playing it too. So the, the story behind this deck, and, I, and my listeners know this story, but I'll tell you. So before the pandemic, before I started streaming EDH, you know, I'd have my playgroup of, you know, EDH... Uh, you know, friends and all that, and they would play some of the most degenerate shit possible that you can imagine. Um, yeah. You know, like stupid Animar infinite turn combo type shit, and, yeah. and you know, uh, Riku of what was it? Riku the or Rafik? No, Rafik of the whatever. Ultron build. Yeah, and then Sisset, Captain Sisse. Sisse. I'm yeah. on that one. <laughs> like, like, like so many of the degenerate commanders out there, and that's how Grand Arbiter was born, yeah. where I'm just like, there you go. I'm so sick and tired of you all doing your fucking combo shit. Just like, no, no. <laughs> no. And so my win con is literally approach to the second sun. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. It, it is a very miserable so deck. Cool. It is very miserable. It's, I, ne um, I never play it on stream unless people want me to. And then I warn my players. I'm like, are you sure? Did you try Anima 2? Oh, the Esper one? The, the Esper yeah. Planeswalker? That, like, that one can get super, super out of I have control. not tried that one. Like, crazy. Just shut. Shuts everything down. And then you can have, like, tons of turns that, that that used to be my aloro deck my aloro deck where i'd be like hardcore control like pillow control and then i'd get either win by with like felidar sovereign where you have the four or 40 or more life and um mm -hmm. or just um fuck what is it the the uh the sanguine bond combo um whatever it's called you know, the two inch sanguine bond and um the other one i forget the 
you, you know which one I'm talking about, right? Like whenever you gain life, opponent loses life, and whenever opponent loses life, you gain life. That yeah, yes, that yes. I can't I can't think of the other card's name. Um, but yeah, that's just miserable sometimes. Added a lithoform engine to any of your decks? No, I can't remember if I pulled any or not. I don't think I pulled any. I'm still so sad. I'm still waiting on my case of Zendikar Rising. It's I'm still waiting on it. It's so hopefully in one of those boxes I pull one because I want one. I had like a Nib Mizzet deck, but I broke it down, and so I have Riku, and I'm working on a new Nib Mizzet, and I like really want the engine. Which Nib Mizzet? Uh, in there, just being which one? Yeah, which, which Nib Mizzet? Oh, the Pardum. The part or Parnum? Parnum? Parnum. The one that like uh, whenever you draw a card, it deals the damage. Oh well, is that the newest one? No, it's like not the newest one. Is that the one from? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh, because there's like three or four there different. There is a newer one, but I don't like it as much. I'm trying to think of what the new one's called. Because there's I so know there's cards. like Niv Mizzet, Draco Genius. There's... Oh, oh, the was it Return to Ravnica one? I think it was. I can't yeah, remember. I'm going to. The, the Parnum is the Return to Ravnica one. Okay. Or Par, par Run, I'm saying it wrong. I really mess up the names usually. Oh, that's okay. It's, yeah, um, that, that, that's it's a fun one. one. Six mana, it can't be countered. Flying 5-5, five, five. whenever you draw a card, it deals one damage to any target. Oh, whenever you yeah, yeah, yeah. Until you draw a card, so it's like centered around a ton of spells. Yeah, I, I, I built that one. Yeah. I, wanna, I built it, and then I took it apart. Now I, like, with the engine and, like, all of the just other, like, card draw spells and that we just got i'm i'm like i really want to make it again we'll see uh, i have fun with that one where it's yeah. i i just draw so many cards out of that deck mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's it's pretty much can trip the deck the way yeah. i've built it <laughs> drawing cards like really wins you the game though so right i like it right like it. so it sounds like you like blue it's so weird. Like I'm, I'm normally not a blue player at but all. But you like drawing cards, though. I do. This is like, <laughs> I, I like, I like it all. To be honest, yeah. I like, I like tokens. I like counter decks. I like control decks. I like aggro decks. I, I just like to play all kinds of different things. That's why I'm so indecisive, and I just make a bunch of decks. No, I know what you mean. Like it's... my arena, my Magic the Gathering arena account is completely maxed out on decks. I'm getting there. I, I have to. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, but I, I so many. And I like don't want to get rid of them. No, I know what you mean. It's I mainly play historic now on arena, um, oh, cool. and then there's also times I don't like to delete some of my uh, draft like or sealed one? decks. Oh yeah, uh, because like, especially if I like seven zero a draft or something, it's like oh I want to remember that one, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Do you like draft? Do you play draft a lot? Oh my god! And so I don't play it enough on arena, but um I, if I had to choose between playing only one format of magic for the rest of my life it'd be limited like draft or sealed yeah, like, or cube i love just like creating yes. right then and there you know putting, i love putting it. something because it's a new game every single time you play exactly. it's not the same not not to say edh is bad or anything like i love building my edh and playing edh and all that but mm-hmm. draft is just something like different like ever since this pandemic has started we uh 
for every new set we didn't do it for m21 though but for every new set we'll get a pre-release kit and do a four person sealed free-for-all on stream yeah i mean i oh, we do that too but it, like i don't stream it. <laughs> it but it's just so, it's so much fun though because it's you, you yeah. got to change your way of building your sealed deck to focus on all the opponents instead of just you know just one person so exactly it, it makes it fun and sometimes we'll do a chaos uh sealed as well too oh i do that a lot too which the it last like time yeah old, old boxes and stuff and i'll get like which, I'll just randomly do chaos sealed which two packs one, of each. Yeah, one of my players um got a oh god, it was an old old set. It had the flag bearer uh, mechanic on it. I don't know if you remember flag bearer. Is that Takir? Dra- no, Dra- no, no, no. It, it's like old, it's like apocalypse or plane shift or torment. It's like an old old set oh. from the nineties. Um, oh wow okay no so flat I, I completely forgot this mechanic existed and i only knew about it because it was played in popper a little bit um so flag bearer is basically if, i'm probably gonna butcher it but if, from what i remember off the top of my head if you like say you have a lightning bolt if you go to target one of your opponent's creatures and they have flag bearer on, on a creature you have to target the creature that has flag bearer instead, oh, instead of the opponent yeah oh something I like see. that it's um so when they drafted that or, or when they put that in their sealed deck it just caused the whole game to just that's like kind of similar <laughs> mechanic to goad but instead of it being a player it's like the creature yeah yeah you, you have you, you you're forced to target the creature so that's interesting it's, it's, i don't even i don't even i don't remember this i i've never heard of this at all actually this is cool yeah it's um not a popular mechanic at all um <laughs> but it's why it's it's really bad but it it made for a really fun chaos sealed though yeah oh my gosh i did a a chaos sealed um at one of the magic fests and i don't even remember it was just so crazy like the mechanics and like trying to make something right work. it was so difficult but i love it i love the challenge of that Oh, it's I, I love it. It's so much fun. Yeah, it's um yeah. and it it's so I wanna try to do another chaos sealed again on stream. It's just some of those old packs, they're so expensive. So it's like you're kinda yeah. limited to like the past five or six years of packs and all that. Yeah, that's usually what I keep it at, you know. Because it's I don't want to spend twenty dollars on one pack or something like that. I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I could spend that on like three or four packs instead. That's true. I do do that sometimes though. Like I'll get an old pack. Like I really liked Innistrad and Avacyn Restored and like. Those are good sets. Those aren't aren't like that old, but. They are now. It's like. (laughs) Oh my God. Like how cool would it be to redraft Conspiracy? The original one or, or just any of them? Your original one or any of them yeah they like, they were, were so fun to draft right yeah they were fun um it's the the thing that sucks with conspiracy though is it's so hard to you can't really do it on camera anymore it's, yeah you have to be in person for it but those were really fun sets though they were fun i really enjoyed it um w- one of my favorite sets that i remember drafting recently well not recently well like God, when did it come out? Two years ago now? Battle Bond? Battle Bond? 
I knew you were going to say Battle Bond because that was one of my favorites and I was about to say Battle Bond. I actually just got a box. Oh, nice. Nice. I freaking loved that set. It was so much I fun. I know. I'm so excited. Um, well, I didn't get the box, but my local game shop, Coral Sword, we were chatting in Discord and everybody decided to go in. And we oh, got nice. two boxes of Battle Bond and we're going to do a draft. Ooh, that sounds fun. Them very soon i i hope to stream it it's gonna be kind of a i might stream it from like coral swords booth maybe cool um because every time i try to like stream with my phone the internet like cuts out so much but sounds about right yeah i definitely want to stream that because it's man just nostalgic oh, you know yeah. and and it's <laughs> I can't believe it's already like what two years old now or three years old. When the hell did Battle Bomb come out? I feel God, like maybe that was. There's remember. so many sets that come out and they come out so fast. I'm like, they're all blending together now. Okay, it came out in 2018. Okay. Oh wow, that wasn't that long ago. 2018. Might might as well be forever ago. I mean, feels like it. Shit. Um, I really liked drafting Dominaria too, but oh my god, that was that one was, of my favorite sets to draft. I had it was so much fun. Like when I went to uh, whatever GP it was when Dominaria was the set. I think it was GP Dallas when I went there. I did so much drafting a Dominaria where I, I I couldn't stop drafting it. It was so much fun. Did you just go like uh, blue white flyers? I remember that was pretty strong. Or uh, I guess it depends on like your. Uh, rares and stuff. Yeah, I I remember blue white was good. Green and I remember, blue, white. I, I remember green and black. If you could do the the sapperlings or whatever, oh, the sapperlings. Uh, yeah. th those were really good. Those were, um, those were really hard to beat. <laughs> the uh, if you could get the the red blue wizards as well. Like if you got if you managed to draft an Adelies and all yeah. that and get all the other yeah, wizards, you're like, all right, you win. Essentially, you're so fast. Yeah, that's true. Dang, I miss that set too. God, the I I've been having fun with Zendikar Rising though. I felt like th this has been a good draft set. This is like the first one probably since Dominaria that I've just been like having a blast with. Holy crap! Really? It's, wow. Same same exact feelings because yeah. M twenty one was kind of meh. Ikoria yeah. I thought was gonna be fun. Like I love a lot of the mechanics of Ikoria, but draft was like if you didn't get a good bomb. You're done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Theros just felt, I don't know. I, I just wasn't a big fan of Theros. And same with Throne of Eldraine. I wasn't a big fan of. Same. And yeah. like Guilds of Ravnica wasn't too bad. And Ravnica Legion didn't seem that bad. Um, War of the Spark was just miserable for me. Just too many Planeswalkers. Yeah. Games too. just went I, way too long. Yeah, I didn't really have fun with that one. But yeah, Dominaria. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, it's as much as I like the flavor of the War of the Spark set, but having that many Planeswalkers in a draft format, not fun. Mm -hmm. Just way too slow. Oh my gosh, it was too slow. Yeah, agree but, completely. Uh, yeah, Theros had a lot of like the enchantments, which oh, were yeah, yeah, very, that's right. slow. very, very slow. Yeah, it got, Crazy got games, grindy. Oh, grindy games, yeah. Yeah. yeah so i've been enjoying i like i do have to play some standard because i am going to be competing in somewhat of a competitive thing coming up which i i guess i shouldn't say yet but oh, no, you well, don't have actually, to actually it'll probably be announced by now but it's you know just something that like streamers are putting together but 
So I like have to kind of know what's going on in standard and oh, the yeah. meta, but I would much rather just draft. I know some what you mean. Rising like all day. Do, do you know, have you heard of a uh, mythic My Michaela? Yeah. She, I saw that. Yeah, she's doing a draft tournament this Monday coming up. I wanted up. to do it, but Monday is the day that I'm doing the other tournament. Oh, I'm so okay. Sad. I wanted to sign up. I signed up for it. Um, do you know? Oh, I wanted to sign up so bad. It, it's really interesting how she's doing it. There's this website. Um, I, I don't know if you ever heard. I can't remember the name of the website, but basically you draft on the website and you export your cards into Arena. So you export yeah. the deck you build into arena and, and you draft with real people on that site too. Like you join a session ID and then you just take yeah, your deck into arena cool. and play it. Um, but what's also cool about that site is you can upload a cube as well. So I'm like, Oh, I got to build an arena cube now and just like play, play with my friends and all that. Oh my God. That would be so fun. <laughs> I'll have to try to link you the site. Cause it is, when I saw it, I, I like instantly was like, oh, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, that's like the one thing that Arena is missing. But it, it seems like we have the answer there with that third party website. Yeah, it, I mean, it's just the, like being able to play draft draft directly with your friends. The, the downside to it, though, is like, so if like I make a cube, you would have to have those cards available yeah. in your arena collection so right. i'd have to be careful with putting like a lot of rares or mythics and all that stuff so it'd be probably easiest to build a popper cube at first because everybody's got huh. common wild cards you know yeah yeah or you could do like um peasant where like or peasant, yeah uncommon kind of like a mix yeah. yeah that'd be cool i think it could be fun but um i i made a i made a peasant cube and it pretty like it has kind of just a few of the rares you know to okay. like make this energy come together so it's not too bad so do you, you you have cubes like do you have like actual physical cubes built yeah so i built a vintage cube oh uh, with like real vintage cards cube. i mean so, okay so the power cards are fake Oh, yeah, like that's fine. Nine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to like play with them. And so, yeah, I did build a vintage cube. I built a nice. peasant and a popper and I'm working on on cube. Holy crap. That's a lot of cubes. <laughs> yeah. A, oh, man. I'm, I'm addicted. I've been playing for over a decade, so I've had like time to collect over uh, the years. No, I know what you mean. It's um, I've I had two cubes. I actually three cubes and I've taken them all apart because it's yeah, it's it's been build commanders and it's like oh I could use this card well it's not <laughs> only that but then no one around my area ever wants to play cube and then yeah and especially because I was planning on bringing my cube this year to magic fest and all that and then uh I hate it's so depressing I hate bringing it up it's like fuck sucks that just had all these plans but oh well it Same. could be worse could be worse exactly you just have to stay positive i know it, it it's it, it it is i mean there's it, it's gotten easier um because i mean like probably just like everyone i was so stressed out at the beginning of this because it's like we had no idea what the hell was going on yeah like, it's the unknown that was yeah. super stressful 
And then plus with all the lack of toilet paper everywhere too. Like that, that just was so yeah, fucking I was bizarre. I, I didn't <laughs> buy mass amounts of anything. And I, Oh, like, neither did we. So I was like, Oh God. I mean, we're, we're in Florida. We're sort of used to probably you are too, because of hurricanes and all that. So, oh, yeah. so, so you're used time. to stocking up on water yeah. and all the other stuff. So that's what yeah. we did. There was plenty of water to stock up on. Cause we didn't know. Water. Because we didn't know if, like, you know, they were going to shut down. Yeah, but but yeah, but like no toilet paper. We're like, and especially having you know three women in the house, and it's like, oh shit, um, fuck. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Luckily, we don't have that problem for now. I worry about what the winter brings, you know. Um, just with cold and flu season, yeah, uh, it's, and the colder weather. Yeah, it, especially here in Florida, like especially during January, February, when it gets colder and when especially the flu does tick up more during that yeah. time of year. Like November, December, we're still in like the seventies and eighties here. Yeah, so Same. it's like we're we, like sweating most of the year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, Texas is pretty much pretty similar environment. I think you guys are slightly drier. I don't know about Houston, but the times I've been in like Austin and Dallas, oh, it's dry. it, it yeah, felt it's dry slightly there. drier. It's, yeah. It's super humid in Houston. I oh yeah, so then we're, like, yeah. By the coast. yeah. Yeah, so we're Honestly, when I go to Florida, it's it it's like the exact same. I'm like yeah. this feels just like Houston, so used to this. Yeah, so you know exactly what I what I go through yeah. every day. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh man. So with, uh, so I guess let's get a little bit about into your streaming. I like asking these sort of questions where what, what's some advice you could give to people who are maybe just starting out streaming or content creation. Um, I feel like you've been, you know, you've been on a really good road. Uh, like I so said, you've been doing this only for two years and like, look at where you're at now. And I feel like that's, awesome like there's not a lot of people that can say you know hey they've gotten that far you know that quickly and all that so you know what's some advice you have for people out there like the reason for i like to believe that the reason for the success of my stream is just like being your authentic self and like sticking to who you are um is super important and you know, like when I went into this, I never started this out like, oh, I want to make a lot of money or yeah. like I don't I, I didn't go into this to become rich or I just came in. I came into this because it's something I enjoy and I'm passionate about. And I think like whatever you put out into the world, you receive back. So, you know, if you just have that passion and that positivity and it just comes out naturally, like then you'll draw that kind of attention. Uh, so I, I'm lucky in that matter, like my community is super awesome. Everybody is just very supportive of me and like what I'm doing. And so I think that that is like very, very important to so build a community, care about the people that are coming to spend time with you um, and just like, loving what you do you know and some good advice there and it's um it 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 really rings true because it's 
you know, I've been doing this for almost five years going on. And this has been the first year where I've really tried streaming more because it's always just been the podcast for the most part for myself. And Mm -hmm. when I started streaming, it's I started developing more of a community, you know, outside of my podcast. And um, it's and I really thought like. I'll be honest, I really thought this was going to be my last year doing the podcast because, you know, things start to run out their, you know, run out their time and all that. And it's and the I have to say the pandemic has been sort of a blessing in disguise in some parts because like doing the streaming and doing the podcast, I've met so many more amazing people with it that I now consider friends and all that. And it's it makes me want to keep producing more content makes me want to keep streaming and all that stuff because just like you, 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 your community comes out, supports you, you get to hang out with them and you know, what's going on with their lives. And you know, it's fun. It's, it's a lot of fun and it's rewarding for exactly. Yeah. That is definitely like the thing that keeps me going, you know, and for the first few months of my stream i mean i didn't get affiliate right away like it took a long time to get those average three viewers like right you know nobody <laughs> nobody was watching at first um it's like bittersweet the pandemic kind of has brought in like a lot more viewership and a lot more people to the platform of twitch so that's been nice i mean despite yeah. like you know it's under shitty circumstances but uh like yeah and it's just cool to see like more diversity and magic too you know oh my gosh yes it's to like the game store i was the only girl the only woman and like you just feel uncomfortable and now you know the last magic fest i went to i played against a lot of other people besides like middle-aged white men (laughs) so (laughs) it was really cool to uh, see more diversity and i think that that also pushes me to stream magic on twitch because i always like i've always been a fan of magic i I played DD before i got into magic actually that's how i got i was introduced to magic was through DD. Mm -hmm. um but like i i was like holy moly like i can put this out there and show people other people that it's okay that i'm not a middle-aged white white man <laughs> I, it's okay that i love this game and yeah no and this game you know what i mean no, um, and that, it's so it's important sometimes, though, like sometimes even today like at magic fest and stuff I'll, I'll come across like a really salty dude uh but then i just kick their ass and i'm like haha good good it's <laughs> so, um you know i've had to deal with that my whole life i when i was 18 I was really obsessed with Call of Duty, and that was a very toxic oh game. Oh my god! Yeah, very toxic game. I oh my gosh! Yes, the headset. Oh my god! It's a girl, and like I'm like, yeah. So like, what? And then you know, kick their butts. But then then all the shit talking comes after. Oh but yeah. It's just something oh, yeah. that like what I think people have had to to deal with for a long time. But it's nice to see it changing finally. Oh my gosh! Long, yes. Long overdue. So I, I mentioned this to I, I talk I, a lot. Sorry. No, no, you're you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I talk so much. Hundred percent okay. Um. So I just had a Zabrakis on. Uh, Zab. I love Zabra. Yeah, she's uh she's great, and she mentioned um, 
or, or no, I was mentioning to her, like when I first started content creation and magic, um, there was only like really one prominent female streamer that I can remember at the time. This is before arena and all that. And that was Mrs. Mulligan. And, um, I don't recall if there was like any other female, but then when you look at the Twitch, uh, uh, the Twitch yeah. page now of Magic, it's like there's so many, and I'm just like, so nice. I like seeing that because you know I want my girls to experience that well as exactly. as well too. Um, and and this is what I told her as well too. It's for a lot of the people, men, you know, my gender, um, out there that like to say. You know, like, oh, women don't experience that much harassment or whatever. You know, the 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 stupid bullshit they like to say. It's it really opened up my eyes to the amount of harassment women faced when it happened to a loved one. Um, yeah. Because you, it's like you telling me these stories, and then I I hear stories from all other women. And it's like, okay, I understand, I get it, but you don't really have that emotional you connection. You yeah, know, you don't. You yeah, it's hard to put yourself in their shoes if you haven't experienced yeah. it yeah exactly. and and even and when my during this pandemic my wife has really gotten gotten into video gaming like playing apex legends and call of duty and stuff like mm -hmm. that so when she's on voice chat she's told me stories of like the amount of people like so, trying to send her pics and try to yeah. get her number and just try to hit on her i'm just like oh my fucking god and she's shown me the amount of like hate she's gotten and i've heard and i'm just like holy of like the voice or a username it's fucking it's crazy. crazy like and, and women experience harassment almost daily like yeah at, yeah at some point yeah. and, and i don't want to make it sound like Walking down the street or like going to a gas yeah, station yeah it's like stressful and it shouldn't be that way no you know? it's fucked up and i don't want to make it come across like i never believe that happened it's like you hear about it but then when you see someone you love like tell like go through that and you see it you're like oh my fucking god yeah. what the fuck <laughs> it's yeah. scary like holy shit and it's she tells me like yeah i never go on voice chat anymore it's like there's no point because you're just going to get harassed the entire time by some little fucking 20 year old punk yeah and and just it like, not be that way. it sucks it's like fuck. i don't know how to change you know these people's mindsets I, I i don't even know how that starts i don't know if that's just like how they're raised or i don't know i don't know what the answer is i mean i hate making it sound like i'm being an apologist or something but i know just like people my age you know when we were growing up i i think maybe we're this closer to the same age like i'm 34 so i grew yeah, up in it so i we grew up in a time where like same like so we grew up in a time where like you couldn't really talk about playing video games in school because people would make oh fun god. of you, right? Oh my god, yeah. And I've always I've played video games my whole life. I collected Pokemon when I was like ten. Yeah, and yeah, I. I You'd be bullied I, and ri ridiculed if people found I out. Was a little bit different. Like, I didn't give a fuck what anybody thought about me, so I didn't care. I brought up my binder with my Pokemon cards. I was like, oh, you want to trade? And like, see, uh, I love no, that I attitude. It's. You know, I, but, but not everybody's like that. Not a lot of people are like no, that, it's... you know, and I, I just didn't care. Like I, my, one of my first jobs was at a skateboard shop. I was a skateboarder and oh, nice. like, I got a lot of hate because I liked skateboarding and I was like, I just really love skateboarding. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I work at a skate shop. 
I, I put boards together all day long, like, and I, I was not ashamed of that at all, but like, I got a lot of hate for that. (laughs) And and it's that, it's that old boy mentality of just, yeah, they were like, you don't belong here. (laughs) And, and like I said, I hate making it sound like an apologist, but it, for like a long time, just when you hear that, oh my gosh, a woman who plays video games and it's, I hate to say it. It's like growing up, that wasn't very common or women like kept it a secret and all that stuff back then. And, but it's to me, it's, I'm so happy that my kids are growing up in a, in an era now where they could say, yeah, we play video games and no one gives them shit for it and all that. And it's, it's great. It's awesome. And it's, um, I love that shit. And it sucks that it still happens. Like, people still like especially give women and you know other non-binary people and trans people shit for it it's like yeah like i just want to tell them like how does it fucking affect you like it does not affect you that's exactly what i always say i said like if something is not affecting you like you gotta learn what to care about and what not to care about you know that's putting stress on your own body and that's just hurting yourself like why even waste the energy or like or you know to to spread hate it's like what like i've just never understood that i don't know it's just it's stupid it's it's like that kind of pervasive attitude that i've seen a lot in game shops here in florida it's pretty much made me stop going to game stores altogether because it's yeah same that's why I stopped going to like my local game shop until I found Coral Sword and Coral Sword changed my life. Like I'm so glad so you found a shop like that. Many ways. I mean, they are accepting of everyone. They like just they they have clean bathrooms because they know that's a like, huge thing. They want, they want <laughs> to come and like you know what I mean. Like, isn't that sad? That's a thing. Like, yeah. Oh my god, I could not use the bathroom at my old local game shop. I mean, it was just covered in like, Oh my God. So sad. That's a thing. No toilet paper. Just it's yeah. (laughs) Um, so Coral Sword is like really amazing because they, uh, kind of built themselves in like a low income area and like they wanted a place for people to go and be able to be themselves and play games and play magic and not be judged. That's great. yeah, it's it's amazing. I definitely recommend checking it out. Really awesome coffee too. If you're a coffee lover, so I'll have to if I'm ever oh, in and Houston. They serve beer on tap as Ooh. well, and they serve alcohol so on tap. Like, nice. <laughs> yeah, and they have um, like a whole collection of board games as well. You could just like play with your friends. It's super awesome. If you ever come to town, definitely let me know. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll have to. I mean, we we actually do have we do serve some hospitals in Houston, so maybe there's, I'll have to a huge medical center yeah. here. Yeah, if you ever come, seriously, I'll, I can't remember the name of the hospitals, but it's a few it. of them. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I'll have to say it's the only store that I know of like that around here that sounds similar is the Cool Stuff Ink store uh, down in Brandon, in the oh, Tampa cool. area. Yeah. Um, they are really good. I, I freaking love their shop because it's so clean, just like you said. Their bathroom's fucking immaculate and all that. Mm-hmm. And they do not put up with people's shit. Like, if you have some yeah. asshole that's just trying to be salty and all that, they'll be like, nope, you're out. And I yeah. love that. It's like, yeah. 
I, I've dealt with too much shitty behavior and yeah. it's, I've got some LGS horror stories and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it, it pretty much made my wife stop coming to any of the game shops around here because of the shit she would have to face. And she would love going to Coral Sword. Like I, before this, I would go every single Friday. Uh, I would go on Mondays. They would do Monday night sealed. They had Saturday Ooh. night commander. Like I was there all the time. That's awesome. Well, um, I don't to... know if you know the streamer DZ. Do you know DZ? Oh, he's the TikTok yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. He lives here too, and so oh, okay. I get to play Friday Night Magic with him. Um, I miss that, but oh yeah. God. Oh, kitty. Yeah, she. It's getting to be that time where she's like, "Pay attention yeah. to me." Oh, come on, cat. Go, go. Her name's Prim, and she absolutely loves me and won't leave me alone. No, come Cute. on. And come on, cat. Come on. And hey, you might even get to play with Hunter Pence. Oh my God, know? that'd be so awesome. <laughs> d d don't don't let him know I'm not a Giants fan. I'm just a Tampa Bay Rays fan. <laughs> I mean, like I I'm not a fan of baseball, but I can still totally respect the hard work that went into oh my his God. career. Yeah. Like, Come on, I Jack. have a lot of respect. He's just also the most down to earth, like coolest. <sighs> Cat. celebrity i guess i've ever met yeah <laughs> sorry sorry my cat is just no you're fine i could talk with... all day I no 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 it's it, no i'm i'm fine too i'm fine um i'm actually off of work for 12 days in a row so i'm just pff, i've got nothing to do so you got the days planned I'm, sh I'm assuming so i've got one planned for saturday morning um and then am i doing one tuesday i might have one tuesday night maybe and then yeah i want to let me know yeah i want to get one in with you um god i i might have an interview next i can't remember. i'll have to look at my account we'll, we'll talk more about it um i because yeah. i've got to take my dad to the airport one night and all that and i just gotta come on cat oh my gosh kitty <laughs> <laughs> no no we'll definitely talk because i've been talking with a uh, with zab um about doing commander she i think she only has some pre-con decks she was telling me that's okay though because and those i pre-cons are strong i like i told her she needs to get I, one on one yeah like, like i said that rogues one um me yeah, pixie me pixie and the owners of card sphere all did a edh night of just pre-cons and i freaking destroyed everybody with that rogue deck oh my gosh cat. Yeah. <laughs> this cat does not want to leave yeah. Aw. <laughs> she needs her daddy. Aw. Okay, come on, cat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll I'll try to get her, like, tell her, like, sleeve up your EDH decks. It's gonna be Yumi, Talia, and Pixie. That'd be awesome. It'd be great. And um Yeah, I'd love to. Um, have you ever played EDH with alias? I have not. Well, I was on her stream last week, and it was so much fun. She's um, she she's kind of got the same kind of mindset that I do, just playing like fun, crazy decks, and just I, I don't know. To me, like EDH is so relaxing. Like I just play. I don't care I, who yeah. wins. I treat uh, it very casually. Yeah, yeah. I'll like crack a beer and just relax, have some fun games. I don't yeah. take it too seriously. No, I love it. Um. Oh god, this cat. It's distracting me so much. I I knew um 
God. All right. So you gave some good advice to streamers out there, at least um, for trying to start off. Um, what's some other stuff that you can maybe tell people that maybe you're new trying to start that you wish you would have known starting starting off? Um, so I, I think that there's a misconception as far as like, uh, quantity, like whenever I first started streaming, I had some bigger streamers that were already established been doing this a while telling me like, just grind it out, just stream every day, all day, every day. And like, I physically couldn't do that. And that is okay i think that everybody has their own journey and their own path and you can go at your own pace and for me i think that uh quality comes before quantity uh so yeah <laughs> sorry are you coughing yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sorry i know you're trying to talk this freaking water went no, down the wrong hole you turn purple over oh there. god no, this won't be edited out or anything. Oh, God. Stupid oh. water. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry about that. <clears throat> no, I was listening and then I'm just like, fuck. No, why am I choking? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So it's always no, the be- it's always like, the best times. Don't be, don't be <sighs> discouraged if like your time doesn't allow you to do it every single day. Just do it, you know, three to four times a day or three to four times a day. <laughs> but say three to four three times, times a day. Times a day. Damn. <laughs> Sometimes a week or like you know just yeah. at your own pace for sure yeah <clears throat> i felt a lot of pressure to like oh you got to get partnered and like but you have to you know stream every day and i just couldn't really do that especially in the beginning when i was working full-time yeah it's hard no it, it definitely is hard especially <clears throat> if you're trying to like juggle a lot of other stuff too um it's like I, I think about if I wasn't doing this podcast, I'd probably I'd probably be Twitch partner by now. But it's like I, I love this so much. I love being able to talk to people like you and just chat about whatever, you know. Yeah, I agree. And we are very grateful to have people like you because this is like something that I've wanted to do. Like I've wanted to interview people, but I just don't have the time. So it's really cool that you're able to put out that content because I know a lot of us appreciate that. It helps us a lot too. So oh, well, awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> and it's, it's kind of stuff always happens during a interview. It's like, right. Trying to choke it up. Kind of reminds me of, um, when I had Gavin on, um, couple months ago, like I'd gotten it all scheduled. Yeah. I, I got it all oh, scheduled, yeah. got it all ready. And like 10 minutes or no, five minutes into the interview, someone's like banging on my door, ringing the doorbell. Oh, no. And I'm all like, I'm like, cause I scheduled it late enough to where that shouldn't have happened. But I'm just like, who the motherfuck is at my door right now? And it, oh my God. <clears throat> it was just some neighbors like asking if I lost a dog. I'm like, no, go away. <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah i'll have to check that out yeah no he's a really really cool dude i wish we had more time it's um i wanted to pick his brain on just magic card design because like mm-hmm. like one of my questions to him was 
how the hell have you guys oh, basically it was how the hell have you guys not run out of ideas yet it's like you guys are 25 plus years into the game and it's and he told me like oh don't worry we've still got like 10 more years of stuff that we yeah, want to do like, they like already have stuff way planned out i i know great. they designed sets like a year or two in advance but as far as uh -huh. like ideas for cards they want to do they they have like pff, way out there i'm just like holy fuck so it's like he tells me like there's still so much design left to be explored. I'm like, what the hell else is there to be explored? Like, I don't know. At this point, it's Does that make magic the <clears throat> greatest game ever. You know that it like never stops. It's like golf, or it's like the sport <laughs> of it is like the golf of uh, game or sports gaming. <laughs> I'm I'm getting tired. No 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 no, you're fine. You're fine. No it's no. Just like it's gonna it's gonna be here forever. And it really I, is. And and even I, if it were to like wizards were to stop making new sets, let's say one year. Okay, this is the end of Magic. Yeah. People are still gonna be playing it for years and years and decades to come. Because exactly. there's so much to do with, and the amount of formats it has is just the best thing about it. Yeah. Because it's not just, you know, playing standard or, <clears throat> you know, modern or anything like that. There's just, oh, excuse me, so many things to do with it. Um, exactly. Which is great. So it's getting to be about two hours now. Um, I feel like I could probably go on for another hour, but I'm going to be respectful of your time. <laughs> no, it, it, well, thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, I'm thank glad you for that coming you on. Reached out to me. Yeah, I no. greatly appreciate it. No, thank you for coming on. It's been great. Um, so where can people find you should they want to see your content? Uh, you can find me everywhere at Talia Vess. It's T-A-A-L-I-A-V-E-S-S. -S. There's double A in there. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm on all of social media and I stream on Twitch. Awesome. And I upload some content on YouTube as well. So awesome. you can find me there too. Awesome. Well, thank you again for coming on. It's been great. It's been great chatting with you about chat about so many things, just everything. <laughs> yes. I <can> keep going. <laughs> like I said, I, I, I want to be respectful of your time. I, I know it's like past 10 o'clock there. So, um, yes, I actually have to film a YouTube video after. <laughs> oh, this, so. okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll definitely end it here. And, um, so you can go do that. <laughs> like work never stops. <laughs> yeah. I, I know what you mean. But um, right. thank you again for coming on and hope you have thank a great you. night. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the episode with Talia Vess. I know I did. And thank you again, Talia, for coming on. Had a great time talking and chatting with you. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope all you listeners and viewers out there enjoyed it as well. And thank you again for coming by week after week, listening to this podcast and just enjoying my time talking with these people and I love being able to show it out there for you all and yes even the silent listeners and viewers out there I know you are out there and I know you're listening and watching and thank you you mean a lot and I know you're out there and thank you again to everybody who helps support the show and who you know helps retweet it likes it whatever downloads it you're awesome you're not going without you know presence there as well either so thank you again to everybody listening and thank you Tali for coming on and have a great night.